When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello and welcome to a new edition of the Pocketlink Podcast. I'm Rick Henderson and we have a packed lineup this week with Pocketlink contributing editor Luke Baker joining me to both talk about the new PlayStation 5 DualSense Edge controller and review the DJI Avata FPV drone later on. I'll also be talking with Peloton's head of content, Pete Flamen, who will explain why the Connected Fitness brand will soon launch its own rowing machine and why it's important that its studios are opening to public training sessions again. But first, back to Luke. And with PlayStation announcing its first dedicated Pro controller for the PS5, the DualSense Edge, during Gamescom, he's here to tell us a little bit more about it. Yeah, so um, for the first time, Sony's got their own pro-level controller, kind of the answer to the Xbox Elite Series controllers, I suppose, um, with swappable stick ends and extra paddles on the rear. And, um, yeah, essentially just a, a pro-level controller for the PS5. Yeah, the thing I noticed about it is that it actually looks very similar to the DualSense um, yeah. in the fact that it has a similar button array, but... It has swappable thumbsticks, which is quite extraordinary. And the reason why I think that's a big deal is because those are traditionally the sort of things that go on PlayStation controllers first. So you can actually, rather than um, swap them for other thumbsticks, slightly elongated thumbsticks, depending on your gaming style, it actually, the, the, the real purpose for, of them is if you wear them out, you can replace them. Yeah, I think it's a it's a huge one, especially I've had hundreds of controllers that are just drifting to one direction or the other. It's definitely a shortcoming of analog sticks. So for longevity and yeah. like I suppose sustainability as well, that's good. So you don't have to buy a whole new controller, just buy a new stick. Especially since we don't know how much this is going to cost yet and it's not going to be oh, well, yeah. <laughs> I would imagine. Oh, we know the, the Elite controller was over £100. So um, I would imagine the DualSense Edge will be around that figure. And you can't swap um, you can't swap the entire analog stick on those, can you? you I know you can swap the like the tips, but I don't believe you can replace the whole thing. No, not on the Elite controller on the, for the Xbox. So this is quite a quite an interesting thing. It's actually something I've only really seen before on Thrustmasters controllers. Mm. They have a hot swappable controller where you can swap all of the different elements around um there's also buttons on the back now the uh, playstation only previously ever did that with a sort of like an attachment that you attach to the dualshock controller on the playstation 4 it was like a separate attachment you could buy to give you um rear paddles well this will come with those which again are customizable and swappable um and uh, the main sort of like main difference between this controller and others is uh, what seems to me is the fact that you can assign profiles, so you can set it up 
to play in a different way or, or, or set the buttons to respond in a different way, depending on the game. Um, so uh, I, I quite like that. But of course, yeah. uh, the Jules, we don't know when it's out yet, do we? No, not really any info other than here's what it is, here's what it looks like. No price, no release date. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's just a, it's just, it's just a Gamescom tease, really. That was. There are other, a couple of other things come from PlayStation in the last week. One of which uh, I wrote about recently. PlayStation announced there's a price increase to the PlayStation Five. Now, this is everywhere around the globe, apart from the US. Every other region that sells PlayStation 5 is getting a price increase. In fact, in the UK and several other countries, the price has already increased. UK, for example, it's uh, £30 extra for the normal PS5. In Europe, it's €50 extra. Um, So I think that's a bit of a, a kick in the teeth for people who still haven't actually been able to buy a PlayStation 5 because of stock shortages, isn't it, Luke? Definitely, yeah. Um, do you know why they're doing it? They're not increasing the price in the US? I've no idea why they're not doing it in the US, but it, they're blaming high inflation rates and uh, the money and the uh, and the value of things like the pound and the um, the euro. Uh, as to why they're having to raise the price of the PlayStation 5. But the fact that it has been plagued by stock issues since launch, um, and there are many people who have still not been able to buy one, even though they've been trying desperately for over a year, um, now they're going to have to pay a little bit more, which is a real shame. Um, But hey, um, yeah, it is the time we live in. Um, Another thing that uh, PlayStation also announced was the PlayStation VR 2 headset is coming early 2023. Um, Finally, it's going to be, I mean, we've been reading about it since 2021 and it's finally going to be coming out uh, early next year, maybe in time for people to save up to actually buy a PlayStation 5 to use it with. (laughs) So, (laughs) <laughs> so Luke, you're not I know you're not a big PlayStation gamer, you're a big PC gamer. Yeah. So my question to you is do you do you think the market for virtual reality and gaming is mature enough to have yet another big VR headset launch? Um I think things are certainly trending that way, but I don't think the like killer software is arrived yet. Like everything that Meta slash Facebook is doing with all their their big push into Metaverse tech and stuff like that. It's like there's a lot of potential for VR and it seems to be right on the horizon. But in terms of what's actually out there right now that you can purchase and play, I can't think of the last VR title that was an absolute must-have. I think that might be what it's lacking. So I think it's maybe just a matter of time, but maybe we're not quite there just yeah. yet. Well, do you think PSVR 2 will actually help then, you know, with maybe potentially more devices in people's hands, um, will there be more software? Yeah, potentially. Um, I think it's it's going to depend on the cost because... I think the most accessible at the moment is the the MetaQuest 2, 
which can be used completely standalone. So you don't need to have a PS5 or a PC or anything, which is probably the most accessible of all. But then it's obviously limited in its graphical capabilities, which holds it back. So, yeah, it depends if if, a, if an amazing game that comes out on PS5, then it could certainly help. I think it's definitely a lot more accessible than the PC headsets, which are sometimes a nightmare to get working in the first place. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> I, I think my final question then is, um, considering that PlayStation didn't even attend Gamescom this year, do you think they've had a pretty good show? <laughs> yeah, it's definitely it's been some of the biggest news for people who aren't even at the show. So, yeah, good job, Sony. Luke will be back later in the podcast to give us his thoughts on the DJI Avata FPV drone. Now, though, Peloton was a major beneficiary of lockdowns in a number of territories, with those housebound turning to its connected fitness devices to keep themselves healthy. Since then, it has opened its studios to public sessions and will introduce a new piece of equipment to the lineup, likely this year, a rower. I recently caught up with the company's head of content, Pete Flamen, to discuss the rise in fitness technology and how Peloton keeps the concept fresh. I started by asking whether he sees the overall growth in connected fitness devices since Peloton's launch flattering. When we, it, it, it's sort of like, you know, we love seeing the growth in the category and, um, you know, uh, you know, the thing that's not surprising is there's room for a lot of people because, you know, Peloton's been one of the pioneers, but a lot of other people have been sort of like innovating as well. And, um, you know, it's sort of the fact that, you know, we, we you know, for, we, we, we've known this for a long time, that the future of fitness really is connected. And it's sort of like just you know, adds so many benefits for, for people, um, for, for users, for members, from our point of view, because, you can work out at home. Um, we're seeing it now that people are also bringing Peloton with them to the gym as they're going back to the gym. But, you know, um, you know, there's just it adds so much to what you can do. You know, everyone knows that they should be trying to be fit and healthy. But, you know, over a long period of time, people have always been good at finding excuses and reasons not to. And, you know, part of the heart of Peloton is trying to help people, you know, in terms of getting into those good habits. Right. So sort of we, we take away as many of the reasons that you might not exercise, you know, so we give you lots of choice. We make it really convenient. You can do it at home, or as I say, you can use our app and take it to the gym, or you can do it outdoors. We're seeing, you know, sort of saw a lot of that during COVID as people were sort of like trapped at home, but really valued being able to go outside and they're still doing that. So we, you know, we're doing lots of classes on the go. So yeah, we're sort of like, um, put it this, it's, it's, it's sort of like, you know, we're, we're very happy with our position and actually, you know, I've, I've worked in TV and film for a long time and, you know, competition is just something you expect. Um, and, and actually, you know, that's how you drive overall growth and innovation across the sector. Um, and, and, you know, it's, it's sort of reassuring, you know, you, it, it sort of kind of shows that we're, we're here to stay and that this is kind of like, you know, just part of the evolution of fitness. Um, actually, you touched on something, which is that you worked in TV and film, something mm. I also have done myself. Mm. Um, and what I notice about your content is that there's, a, a, a very decent slice of entertainment about it. It's not just the old school. I remember in the gym, um, uh, uh, an instructor just shouting at me when I'm not doing things right. Yeah. Um, it, it very much is an entertainment platform too. Is that correct? Um, 
to a degree, I mean, fundamentally, we're about fitness, right? And, um, you know, that's why people are sort of like buying our equipment and, you know, and, and, and subscribing to the service. Um, but then the, you know, as I was saying there, that's then, you know, everybody is different and everyone's looking for something different as part of it. And we recognize that, you know, the beauty of being, you know, a connected platform is that we have, you know, lots and lots of data. So, you know, I, as I say, came from the world of TV and there's, to Dries and I like all fast broadcast TV, there was there was data, but it wasn't wasn't always accurate. You couldn't always understand what's going on. We can see what's going on, so we can see um, see you know see what people are responding to. We can see see you know see what's effective, and then you know as part of that, people are looking for a lot of different things. So some people are looking for exactly what you described. They're actually looking for someone who does sort of like um, motivate them by right, pushing them on. And so we've got instructors who we you know who we know that that's what they're going to provide. They'll sort of like, you know, push people on. There's others who their style is about affirmation. You know, they're about encouraging you and sort of like, you know, sharing their experience. And, um, you know, whatever happens with all our instructors, fundamentally, they're all really, you know, they're really passionate about fitness and they're really good about teaching it. Um, And, you know, if they don't have that, you know, that's, that's at the core. You've got to have that to be a Pulse instructor. And then you've got to be able to connect with people at home because, you know, um, it's it's through a camera, a camera, um, you know, or a microphone, and you know, we're on one thing today. That can really, that can sort of like, you know, distance people. But the the point about Peloton is like, no, no, we really connect people. We connect people with the instructor and with each other, and so the instruct the instructors are really sort of skilled at doing that. And sometimes that's entertaining, but often it's just sort of like, um, it, you know, entertaining can mean lots of different things, right? In terms of, um, you know, making sure that people sort of like feel, uh, you know. They feel sort of like empathy. They feel listened to. They feel encouraged, or whatever it is. Um, and you know, people are people are taking sort of like an important part of the day. I mean, sort of, you know, this is a something where people are kind of like it's some me time, and therefore you want it to be something that yeah, it's enjoyable that you're going to keep coming back for, and therefore you know we're really careful about who we pick and how we train them, and then making sure that we're always sort of like giving them the best possible you know, the best possible sort of like, you know, platform and showcase to show what they can do. And, you know, all our instructors are amazing. And the thing about them as well is they're not actors, they're not presenters, they are complete authentic. That's the sort of thing around them. They're really being who they are. You know, if they weren't on Peloton, they'd still be doing what they're doing. Um, the thing that we've done is that we've given them a really big platform. You know, they can meet, you know, we've got 7 million members, right? So they can they can just reach a huge number of people. And that's the thing that really motivates them as well. They just want to share their passion for fitness and then help people um help people to sort of like go on that journey themselves um you've also recently opened reopened the uh, peloton studios for public sessions how helpful is that for the instructors um they really love it because you know and 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 during covid um you know it was we we had sort of like obviously huge growth in in the number of people sort of uh signing up for peloton but the one thing that um, we couldn't do is have them come in in person. And so we've been waiting, waiting to be able to um, open up our, our new studio in Covent Garden um, and also our, our new studio in New York, which, you know, are designed so that members can come in, see their favourite instructor. And, you know, it's someone that, you know, you can be sort of like a massive fan of one of the instructors at home. And it's a little bit like being, you know, say you're a massive um, fan of, you know, tennis and let's say sort of like Andy Murray back in the day. So, you really love him. You you know watch all his games on TV. You can follow him, and you know you could of course try and get tickets to a tournament and go and see him. And but the one thing you couldn't do is play tennis with him. 
but the thing with peloton is that you yeah you can sort of like you know you can spend a lot of time with our instructors at home but then you can not only come and watch them you can actually take part with them you can be part of the show and people love that but also the thing that we we see and which is really wonderful part of peloton is the community so people are really motivated to come to the um come to the studio to meet each other and to share the experience because people connect on the platform they collect through the leaderboards they connect through social media um you know they kind of like they they share what they've been doing and then the studio gives them a sort of like a focal point to be able to come in and actually meet instruct meet each other share their passion and that's absolutely fantastic and for, for the instructors and for actually all of our staff it's just such a it's just such a fantastic um uh fantastic sort of like experience because like i said i've worked in tipu for a long time and once again you know uh you, you get you get some feedback on you know what people are enjoying and you kind of re- see reviews but there is nothing like seeing the members come to the studio and they come from far and wide um you know some people it might just be a once a year thing that they can do you know they've promised themselves for their for their birthday or because they're meeting a particular milestone that they're going to come into the studio and then they're going to have that special moment and yeah it's just it's just a sort of like um it's fantastic energy in the studio i'd recommend anyone who wants to try it um uh, look look us up kind of book in it's it's a it's a really unique experience to be fair you probably see um the instructors more often than you see even certain tv celebrities and personalities um so you do become very familiar with them um uh, i've noticed that myself with samyo and bradley rose Um, yeah no that's that's absolutely the case and um it is one of these things where it's a it's a real personal experience and we've had um you know the instructors talk about it well it's it's, they absolutely you know love it they love the members and they love the you know the feedback they get and the stories that 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 people share and um and yeah and and we've had situations where our, our instructors have been you know they're 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 sort of regular people they live their lives they're out out in the world and um we had uh some instructors who were sort of uh they were staying at a hotel and actually there were some other sort of like you know tv celebrities who were there and the people who were getting the most attention were our instructors because <laughs> people um people really have a deep personal experience with them they really that's what i'm saying about the authenticity and the connection um you know people don't necessarily think oh i'm going to approach that that person i've seen on the on the telly on saturday night but you know our instructors spend sort of like quality time with people in their homes um you know on our on our um on our on our on our hardware and on our on our app and and yeah people feel a deep deep connection you know that's why we've got such low churns of like um you know it's less than one percent um in like our last kind of quarterly results that we published in q3 fiscal 22 you know it's, it's under one percent and we just have really really high engagements so of like once you're once you're sort of like part of the peloton world you're really sort of like you're really engaged you're really part of it so yeah you know and you you know uh you, you you've been discovering some instructors but you know there's there's many more for you to discover as well that's the lovely thing about it i mean one of the things um that i've just i've found is that i went into the experience and not knowing any instructors and so really focused towards the music possibly more than even the classes to see which which music that i liked the best so that's the classes that i tried but then subsequently found other music genres i wouldn't normally listen to really fulfilling because the classes became more the uh, more the focus is that a normal experience for a peloton user 
Yeah, it's, it's one of them. And that's the thing is, you know, Peloton offers a lot of choice and a lot of convenience. Um, but, you know, uh, and we've literally got thousands of classes in the library and then we produce over a thousand hours of um, new programming every month between London and New York. So it's a huge amount of choice. But then, ex- you know, to exactly your point is like, what's your, your, your way in? And a lot of people, it's through music. That's sort of like, you know, it's a big part of our lives. It fits so well with the whole world of exercise and fitness. And, you know, we try and make it as easy as possible to find the stuff that you love and um, you can go in through that. But exactly what you said, once you're in there, you start to discover the instructors, you find different sort of teaching styles, you find different sort of um, types of uh, exercise. So within the world of cycling, there's, you know, huge variety in terms of, um, you know, you might be doing power zone, you might be doing sort of like pop, you might be doing low impact, you might sort of start to try out boot camp as well, mixing up with strength. And then across Peloton, you know, we do running, we've got strength, cardio, boxing, Pilates, yoga, meditation. It's just a huge choice. And yeah, people kind of come in through that route or they'll come another, you know, they have a, they'll have an instructor recommended to them or, you know, it's about that convenience thing about going, well, I've only got 15 minutes. What's there that's 15 minutes? Oh, there's a huge amount of choice. And, um, but that link with music actually it was one of the things that we, um, we, we focused around about our, our opening our studios up um, last weekend, which was, we actually each year we run something called um, All for One Music Festival, and as part of that we um, we partner with a really wide range of of uh, music artists. It was thirty three this year, which is the biggest yet, and you know it's a really wide range because once again you know we've got seven million members. That's a lot of different sort of like taste in music. So we had um, Muse, we had Beach Boys, we had Swedish House Mafia, we had. Um, Lil Wayne we have sort of like you know just a huge amount of um, you know diversity in terms of the the music in there because yeah we've got we've got people who are sort of like you know what they're looking for is metal so if they want metal we've got lots of metal if you want country music we've got loads of country music if you want pop if you want sort of like um, dance and EDM and every sort of like a, a genre in that it's all there for you so it's such a big part of Peloton is um, you know, we partner really well with um, with uh, the music industry and they really love it as well. A lot, lot of them are Peloton fans and Peloton users and also they just see the depth of connection that our members have with music. So, yeah, what you're what you described is really typical. Uh, moving on to the uh, t- the equipment itself. Um, yeah. Of course, uh, Peloton started with the bike, um, but then added uh, Bike Plus and the um, treadmill. Um there's also a row machine coming later this year or later anyway um was this led by consumer demand or is it or was it always a company's intention to keep adding new equipment when it made sense um so it's it's actually um both so uh you know there's 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 you know not surprisingly we've got a roadmap of hardware and um and sort of like you know uh, software in terms of what's coming through and always innovating and always evolving so it was um, always going beyond the bike um you know obviously that was that's what we became known of for at first but we've for a long time been um extending and um and, and doing that anything anything that works for people in an at-home context and as i say now not just at home outside the home and and actually you know in, in gyms as well um but you know, we we absolutely listen to uh, what our consumers are saying, and so we 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 sort of uh, we have sort of feature Friday where we sort of like uh, we have polls with the members. We've got sort of like a fantastic team who are working with the members the whole time. 
um, and everyone in the team actually sort of like um, sort of uh, listening to what our members are saying and asking for and then also sort of like you know what we can see really works so yeah we we sort of like make sure that we've got we've got a great roadmap so you know you mentioned the rowing machine but then there's lots of fantastic features that we've been rolling out and they can be small incremental improvements you know across the software we just um we just updated the just ride feature you know one of the in theory simplest parts of of the bike but just kind of like once again making it even better giving people the option to set themselves distance and time challenges and to be able to kind of track that and keep them accountable or you know innovations like um lane break which was like you know taking the gamification even further so you know a, a, a sort of like a, a virtual game that you can do on the on the bike as well really popular adds a complete other dimension so yeah there's always there's always something new coming up i don't think i'm allowed to share too much about the next things on the roadmap but yeah, yeah. if you remember you you know you, you you get you'll get the communication you'll find out the new things coming and yeah that kind of keeps it fresh um your ceo recently um suggested in an interview that there's potential for the Peloton app to maybe hook up to other third-party equipment in the future and for the Peloton app itself to become an even bigger part of everybody's fitness regime, no matter what equipment they own. Is that something that um, you are definitely looking at? Well, that's the sort of stuff that, um, that will get announced in due course. But the thing that I can say is that, you know, the app's a big part of Peloton, um, already is actually. We have a lot of people for whom, once again, that's their, that's either their entry point to Peloton um, and that gives them a sort of like a, a taste and a flavour or it's a big part of what they do because the app is sort of like a place where um, you can either use it already with third-party equipment, not, not integrated, but if you've, already got, if you've already got your own treadmill or bike, you can use our app and have, you know, subscribe and get our content and, and, and use it with your own equipment. And then, you know, but obviously it's fantastic for, for, for strength and cardio. As I say, we already know that people are, as they go back to the gym, they're taking it with them to the gym because um, it means that, you know, you get one of our, our coaches or one of our programs and, you know, you can bring Peloton with you on the go. So, you know, um, there's, there's a lot, you know, the, 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 the one thing about Peloton is we've got so many opportunities, so many things that we've, we can do. And so, you know, I know Barry's got lots of exciting plans that he'll share in due course. Now back to Luke Baker and his thoughts on the DJI Avata FPV drone. Having used one for a bit, Luke, tell us all about it. So yeah, it's, uh, it's quite an interesting release, this one. It's much smaller and has guarded propellers, um, but it's, it's essentially a scaled-down version of DJI's FPV drone that they released, uh, was it last year or year before? A little while ago now? Yeah, it was um, quite a while. Yeah, but it functions in in the same way. So you can fly it fully manually with no stabilization at all, or you can fly it more similar to how you would expect a DJI drone to fly with uh, like automatic altitude adjustment and being able to let go of the sticks and just stop on the spot, which you can't do with custom-built like uh, FPV drones that the hobbyists use. Um, so essentially what dji have done is taken a very popular um style of custom fpv drone that enthusiasts use and brought it into the mainstream and made it accessible for people um so you don't need to know, need to learn how to solder and 
put things together and all the complicated stuff that comes along with remote control hobbies, you can just pick up one of these and do the same kind of shots. Um, yeah, and that, that's the idea, and they've very much succeeded, I would say. It's, it's really fun to fly. Um, it opens up a lot of opportunities for flying indoors, closer to people because of the guarded propellers that make it much safer, if, if not completely safe. <laughs> um, yeah, it's really good fun. And uh, along with the drone, they've released brand new FPV goggles to go with it, which are way smaller than the previous generation and a slightly higher resolution display. And they're just massively improved all around. Uh, the goggles are really impressive. Do they come with it? So you can buy it. There's loads of bundles. Um, you can buy the drone just by itself if you already own the DJI FPV and it works with the previous goggles and the previous controllers, um, which is obviously the cheapest way to get one, but you have to have already invested in the FPV drone. Um, or there's a bundle with the new goggles and the motion controller, which is a bit like a Wii remote, which is actually really good for flying. I, I enjoyed using the, the motion controller. Um, and finally, there's a bundle with the old goggles and the the new drone and the motion controller. Um, and you can save a couple hundred quid by getting the old goggles, which still work, but slightly lower resolution, much bulkier and heavier, a bit less comfortable. Um, yeah, and, and then there's tons and tons of accessories that you can purchase separately. There's loads, loads of options. It's quite complicated. <laughs> So what price point are we looking at? Um, for the for the, all the new stuff, um, I think it's about £1,200. Um, but then the drone by itself is 599 I believe. Um, yeah, so it's not cheap. And it's kind of... There's no obstacle avoidance sensors or anything. So it's... Yeah, a bit scary if you're if you're gonna <laughs> crash it. Like they are, they have made some replacement parts available, but then I think if you have a serious crash, then you're gonna need to send it to DJI to get it fixed. <laughs> so, well, it, yeah, yeah, you don't really want to be crashing a six hundred pound drone into a tree, for example. Exactly, do you, like Luke? someone I know. Did. <laughs> 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 but to be fair it bounced off the tree and there was a little a little dent on the on the propeller guard and it, it was fine so it does it seems quite durable um good way of testing it yeah we, we have to <laughs> we have to test these things thoroughly <laughs> so ultimately um is this would you recommend this over the one that came previously which was uh, i believe more expensive yeah, 100% for beginners. This is, it's so much less intimidating. It's not as loud, it's not as big and heavy, and there aren't, you know, big spinning propellers that, well, there are, but they're protected. So if you do, in the worst case, end up flying it into someone, they're going to be <laughs> a lot less injured than <laughs> they would be with the with the full fat uh, FPV drone. Um yeah, I think it's it's definitely the most accessible entry point to the FPV style flight um, that's ever 
existed, really. It's quite cool. And that's it for another Pocket In podcast. I've been Rick Henderson, and I'll be returning soon with a new episode where we'll bring you the latest from the world of tech. In the meantime, please rate us on the podcast platform of your choice and or let us know what you think of the podcast on Twitter at PocketLint, no hyphen. Until next time, tatty bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.